What I've learned over the years is that actually part of the planning is understanding that things will change and move and shift and it's important to be flexible and adaptable. Hello and welcome to Not Your Forever Job, the show that helps you figure out what you want in your career and how to make it happen. I am Hayley Loren, a career coach and an engineer by background and today on the show we are looking at work-life balance. Now this is one which is definitely close to my heart at the moment. It's something that I've been living a lot over the past few weeks, particularly as I've started some new contracting work, supporting a very large offshore wind farm. And also I'm obviously doing the coaching and the presenting as well on the side, um, including one-to-one coaching and group coaching. And I love it all. (laughs) And sometimes when you are working on different projects, and obviously you've got your family and friends, you need to be a good sibling, a good daughter or a good son, a good husband or wife and you've got so many roles and so many obligations and responsibilities that it can get to the end of the week and you're just like, oh my goodness, I'm just so tired (laughs) and you just end up feeling so exhausted and you can kind of end up on this kind of cycle where you're just keeping on going until you get to this place of burnout. And if you have been to burnout town, I'll call it, makes it more fun than it is. I, I have myself. If if you have experienced burnout, then you might be like, I definitely don't want to go back there. I definitely don't want to go back there either because it's bad and it's exhausting and it takes a long time to recover, which is why it's important to kind of fit things into your normal working days, into your normal working life, so that you can achieve the things that you want to do without actually burning out and getting that point. And it's also about recognizing red flags and recognizing when you're getting to the point where you feel really tired and being able to pull yourself back and stopping yourself from going any further and actually resting and doing self-care, which is so important. So today I just kind of wanna go over five items or five kind of things that if I if I don't do these, then my life kind of just falls apart. <laughs> so I know the power of them and it's taken a long time to integrate it into my life, which is why as you're you're hearing these and as you're listening to them, I really recommend that you just choose one and you focus on integrating one and then you can integrate another one at another point. So really you know, be conscious of the fact that sometimes when you're trying to solve the work-life balance, you end up getting overexcited about all of these new productivity tips. And, you know, you read this blog about this and you're kind of motivated to implement everything for one week. And then after that, nothing happens and you're back to where you were and you're ill or you've not done what you needed to do or life just kind of like swipes you aside and something just knocks you sideways, which is why, please focus on one thing choose one you might already do some of these yourself which is great which means just use it as a way to supplement what you're already doing and I find that once you are able to kind of integrate them all in even if it's not every day and I want to put this caveat on 
that there's this, I guess, this feeling or this vibe that's out there and people talk about having to do things every single day and it's good to be consistent but you have to remember you're human you might have responsibilities you might have kids you might need to walk the dog and you never know when your kid's going to be ill or you need to take your dog to the vet or your mum's going to phone you because I don't know your brother's got into some sort of (laughs) problem (laughs) you never know what life is actually going to throw at you so this is about basically carving things out that you can do in your regular routine that fits with you but then also not beating yourself up when things go wrong because that is life it is normal that challenges come up and you know I am a planner by background and if I set my plan for the week I used to get really anxious when things didn't go according to that plan and what I've learned over the years is that actually part of the planning is understanding that things will change and move and shift and it's important to be flexible and adaptable. Okay, I have ranted on enough about that. So I'm just gonna dive straight into these five different areas, which I find really, really useful. So the first one is a morning routine and you might have heard of this in other blogs and things like that. And I am such an advocate of this. Having a morning routine has completely transformed my life and my health I used to wake up get ready look at emails go to work and it just doesn't give you any space in the day and it just doesn't give you any time for you and to breathe and to have a moment I can't even express how much it's changed and how much of a positive impact it can have and if you're thinking I don't have time for that The thing is, is that as you start to implement a morning routine and as as you experiment with it, you'll actually find that you can have different lengths of routine. So sometimes I only have time for five minutes, but I have got a five minute routine, which involves breathing for one minute, stretching for one minute, doing one minute of mantras and kind of a minute of literally just sitting and I like watching the birds out the window I know it's quite sad but I quite enjoy it but have those five minutes can be so incredibly powerful and then when you have more time maybe you have half an hour or even an hour then you can really lean into it and enjoy that time for yourself so usually a morning routine wouldn't just be going straight for the coffee as as good as that is it would involve I don't know journaling or reading a book that you really enjoy Um, I said about yoga and meditation which is what I do and generally just this sounds really kind of woo woo but just being just allowing yourself to have that space in the morning before everybody else is just kind of screaming at you or telling you to do things or before you get on with your to-do list and I know that that can be difficult if you do have responsibilities like children or pets or anything like that so your routine doesn't necessarily have to be you immediately as long as it's in there somewhere so it might be you have to get up and you've got no choice and you have to just go and and sort your kid out or do something but if you can carve out five minutes either before or after looking after them then that is just going to kind of 
create more balance and and kind of freedom and creativity for the rest of your day it's just such a brilliant way to set yourself up and if you're able to do that and, and experiment with it over a week or two I think you'll find and you'll agree and I would love to know so if you do this please let me know if it kind of has an impact on you and I really love geeking out on on different people's routines as well in the morning because everybody's different and what works for me wouldn't work for you so but it's just really fascinating I think okay so that is number one morning routine number two is taking control of your calendar and this is one that is is quite tricky really and if you've listened to any of my past podcast episodes then you might have heard me talk about time blocking and this has been a complete savior for me time blocking basically grouping together looking at emails grouping together kind of doing filming work or if you've got meetings try and get them back to back basically grouping together tasks or activities and setting a block of time to be able to go through those as much as you can obviously depending on what you do for your job it varies in how much you're able to do that but it just means that you're not being pulled in loads of different directions and in a given hour you know exactly what you're focusing on and that can be the the most powerful thing actually if you had a half an hour slot to focus on one thing it's amazing what you can achieve so if you're able to rather than kind of getting distracted by emails popping up or you know somebody messaging you and things like that if you're able to just carve out time for for specific bits of work and for yourself as well so I also time block kind of creative time and fun time as well although I don't say exactly what I'm going to be doing in it because that defeats the point of it being creative fun time but taking control of your calendar um, even if it's not minute by minute or hour by hour even if you just look at your day as a morning and an afternoon it can be really powerful and I've done an episode Um, episode 14 all about kind of planning and different tips for planning and efficiency so I definitely recommend you listen to that one so that is episode 14. Okay so item number three this is a difficult one if you're a workaholic (laughs) or if you work on projects that you're really passionate about or if you're a people pleaser as well this can be really difficult this is having a finishing time having like a hard cut time that you stop because it's so easy and you might find this yourself that before you even know it it's like an hour past after your finish time or you know you're getting pulled into meetings or somebody's saying oh could you just do this one thing and it all kind of adds together the time just adds together and it's just time wasted and energy wasted when you could be spending that on things that you care about more (laughs) being honest right you might prefer to just spend that hour with your kid or your dog rather than (laughs) with your boss so being strict and having like a hard finish time can be really valuable as well and then you get to pick and choose when you stay late or when you go over that and you can even build in buffers so it might be that you say okay I finish at five but I give myself a half an hour buffer and for really really important critical things that you believe are important not your boss you as well 
then maybe you'll go to six or half six. That's where it's important. And even when you are your own boss, and this this has been a new challenge for me, kind of, you know, having my own business, being my own boss, it's more difficult because, you know, I definitely want to please myself. (laughs) I definitely want to achieve my goals. So it can be really challenging to say, no, actually, now I'm going to finish. And this is why actually time blocking can be really valuable. So the point I said before, if you are in control of your calendar, then you can be more confident that you're kind of achieving exactly what you want to achieve and ticking off each little action as you go. If you don't have that, then there's no trust. You can't trust that you're doing what you need to move forward and get to where you want to be. So you need to have the facts in front of you. And being an engineer, you know, you might be a scientist or an engineer as well, or working in tech and finance. If you're used to numbers and you're used to structure, then bring that into your life as well. Because it it kind of, by doing that, you're taking back control and you're giving yourself more freedom as weird as it sounds, by having more control over your calendar, you're actually giving yourself more freedom from that. Okay, so this actually then leads nicely onto number four, my fourth one, which is boundaries, setting boundaries and having a set deadline or end time to your work is an example of a boundary. It's a hard line that is like, this is when I finish. If I cross that boundary, I want to choose myself that I am crossing that boundary. If you don't have that boundary in place, you don't know whether any anything is being crossed or if your energy is being extracted and taken away somewhere where you don't want it to go. So having boundaries helps you protect yourself. So not just with work, but also with your family. Maybe you have family who phone you all the time and you find it really draining and sapping. Then it might be you need to put a boundary in place, a kind boundary. You can still do this by being empathetic. You don't have to be mean and be like, don't you call me anymore. <laughs> you can be nice about it and be like, look, I I work during the day. Uh, usually I'm knackered at that time. Do you mind if I just call you, uh, you know, on a Saturday morning or something when I have a bit more time? And most of the time people are like, oh my goodness, yes, of course, of course, because they don't even realize. Like people aren't doing it all the time just to annoy you. Most of the time, the reason why you feel sapped or annoyed by people is probably because they're crossing boundaries that you don't even realise you have. So getting clear on those boundaries is really important. And I am doing an episode dedicated to boundaries next week. So if you kind of want to learn how to set boundaries and more about it and dive into that a bit more, then make sure you tune in next week for that. Okay. So number five, and this is the most important one. If you're gonna do one of these, do this one. And it's very simple, but sometimes the simple things get forgotten, right? I think we all know that. And this is to focus on the simple things, the essentials in your life. And that is food, water, sleep. Without those, you know, you can't live, you can't survive take away work, you'll survive. In fact, you'll probably be better. (laughs) Take away, you know, other things, 
take away even your piano if you got one or your laptop or netflix you'll be fine but if you take away food sleep or water then you will not be fine and then another one to add on to that is obviously kind of love and kindness from family and friends these are the core it's like a pyramid you have to have those as essentials before you can move to the next step of adding on layers of going out and seeing friends or having projects or or trying to progress in your job because if you don't have this core then you're going to get to a point where you're just going to burn out and I have done this before most of the times when I get ill and I burn out it's because I am no longer focusing on these areas it might be that I've not been eating properly in the week it might be that you know, I've not got up, I've not gone to bed when I need to. I am terrible sometimes at getting addicted to <laughs> to Netflix shows. I love a good thriller. And you know what they're like when there's a cliffhanger and you can't help but watch the next episode? Oh, I, I do that. Having those set, again, the boundaries, right? The boundaries where you know, set an alarm so you go to bed. <laughs> so you actually get the sleep that you need to. Or if you know, you have a child or a dog that is keeping you awake or another pet or something like that, you don't have control over those, it means that the other areas become even more important. So if you don't get as much sleep, make sure you are feeding yourself well and you are getting the right nutrition in order to support your energy levels throughout the day when you have less sleep. These are critical and very simple and they are so easy to solve. So start with this one, definitely. Okay, so as a really quick summary, we have got number one, which is looking at your morning routine. Once you've done a morning routine, you can also add on an evening routine, which I have as well. It's like winds you down for the day. Number two is taking control of your calendar so that you're not all over the place and feeling scatty and overwhelmed by everything, but having clear, one clear focus every single day. That's it. And understanding exactly where you need to be and when and what you need to focus on and when rather than everything being all over the place. Number four, I said about creating boundaries. And remember, I'm going to be doing an episode that focuses on boundaries next week. And number five is the simple things. And and that is the most important one, doing the simple things and taking care of yourself in self-care. And if you are wanting to kind of find new ways in order to kind of look after yourself, look after your body and your mind so that you can go after what you want and perform at a good level, then I also suggest listening to episode 20, which is all about positive mindset tools. Thank you so much for watching and listening, depending on which one you're on. I have this up on YouTube and also it's a podcast as well, but it's been really great and if you need any more help at all then feel free just to head over to my website you can sign up for my weekly career boost which is an email that I send out every week so if you want a boost on a Monday morning to get you kind of primed for the week and learn something new and some career tips then definitely sign up for that and you can also download my free career clarity starter guide 
which basically looks at your career from a really broad holistic perspective and dives into kind of what is missing from your job and what you don't like and what you do like kind of like a, a diagnosis almost like if you go to the doctors trying to figure out what's wrong which is so important and it's such a good starting place so if you're having that kind of feelings of doubt or worrying that you're kind of not where you want to be right now then definitely start with that but it has been a pleasure thank you so much for joining me and I will speak to you next week.